the president of South Korea is considering the banning of eating dogs. And car parts are crushed up and snorted in a new bizarre drug trend. And a man has died after downing a liter bottle of Coca-Cola in an effort to cool down. These are the weird stories for Monday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I got some very strange tales and anecdotes from all around the earth. And I'm going to try to make them funny. Uh, at least they'll be weird. <laughs> Let's do it. The president of South Korea is very concerned that his country eats dog meat, and he's considering banning the eating of dog meat. The president of South Korea has a very cool name, if you're not aware. It's Moon. Yeah, Moon J.N. Moon says that uh, they may ban the eating of dog meat in their country because this is, although a traditional practice, it is becoming an international embarrassment. Yeah, because people will be on your case, especially in the U.S. where dogs have more rights than people. So, you know, anywhere else in the world where they're eating dog is just, it's absolutely appalling to the United States. We will make videos of you if you're eating dog. We will share it everywhere. We will try to embarrass you. Dog meat has long been a part of South Korean cuisine, with about one million dogs believed to be eaten annually. Ooh, that's a lot more than I thought. A million annually. But consumption of dog meat has declined as more people embrace dogs as companions rather than livestock. That's great, because they make very good companions, much better than chickens. They're extremely intelligent, these dogs, unlike the chicken. Uh, pigs, on the other hand, are also equally intelligent, if not more intelligent than dogs, Yet everybody's going to eat them forever, I think. Poor, poor pigs. What are they going to do? No one's embarrassed about eating a pig. The practice of eating dog meat is now something of, of a taboo among younger generations, even in South Korea. And of course, there's the pressure from animal rights activists that's been mounting. You know how that goes. Animal rights activists, they hate that you eat cute little furry things. Uh, we got a quote here from President Moon, who smokes a ton of weed. Hasn't the time come to, like, prudently consider prohibiting dog meat consumption, bro? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if President Moon in South Korea actually spoke like that. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Um, he said this at a weekly meeting. South Korea's pet industry is actually on the rise, did you know? What kind of pets do they have in South Korea? If not the dog, what else do they have? A growing number of people are actually living with dogs at home. Even the president, Moon's got a dog. Yeah, of course he does. Moon is known as a dog lover. He has several canines at his presidential compound, including a mutt that he rescued after taking office. Yeah, Moon gives a damn. He's a stoner. He loves everybody. Moon, of course, is hoping to change some of the animal protection laws. The current law is intended in South Korea to just mainly prevent the cruel slaughter of dogs and cats, but does not ban the consumption of dogs or cats themselves. Nonetheless, authorities have invoked the law and other hygiene regulations to crack down on what are called dog farms and restaurants, especially after international events such as the 2018 Olympics, etc., in 2017, Taiwan has explicitly banned the sale and consumption of dog and cat meat and increased the penalty for animal cruelty as well. So you see some of these Asian countries where 
eating what we would call pets for us, uh, they're starting to sort of uh, question their traditions. Now, I've never eaten dog or cat, and uh, I'd imagine it doesn't taste very good. Anybody tried it? It's pretty common in China. They'll never change that there. They'll just, <laughs> China does what they want, and you can F off. <laughs> uh, but South Korea kind of gives a damn what the world thinks of them, it seems. Uh, anyways, I was wondering if anybody tried this meat. Uh, you know, the animals that we eat, it's pretty arbitrary. So I don't completely bash a country for eating dog. It's something that they've done for a long time. And, you know, these sort of behaviors come come out of a certain environment, a a certain need. And uh, I don't, you know, I'm not going to question that. As time goes by, though, if the need changes, then you can swap up your traditions, which is what South Korea is about to do, it seems. Like, no, we don't, um, we don't, we have other alternatives now other than dog but I'm sure the consumption of dog came about at a time where they just didn't have a lot of, a lot of options in the meat department. So I don't knock them completely for that. But it's nice to see that they're considering making a change. And uh, I hope they do, because I doubt dog is even tasty at all, it would seem to me. But I don't know. Call the show, 646-450-2012. You got it. People in Africa are crushing up and snorting car parts in a bizarre drug trend. Yes, there's a growing problem, according to an anti-drug director in Africa. The problem is tied to people inhaling ground car exhaust filters. This is a new craze for a drug, and it's not your typical drug. This one's derived from taking vehicle exhaust filters and crushing them, <laughs> crushing them up and snorting them, apparently. I'm <laughs> I didn't even know you could do that. Wow. Very crafty individuals inventing new ways to get effed up. Uh, and cheaper, cheaper, I'd imagine, you know? Uh, so this is occurring in the capital of Congo, among other areas. And it triggered a campaign to stamp out the concoction of, uh, you know, crushed vehicle exhaust filters, which currently are related to a whole rash of car part thefts. So people are breaking into people's cars stealing their filters to get high. In August, police rounded up and paraded nearly 100 alleged drug dealers and users of this drug that they call Bombay. Bombay means powerful in the local language. Uh, This was following a call to action by Congo President Felix. I can't say his last name, but his name is Felix, which is a name I like. Here's a quote from Felix. This social phenomenon calls for collective responsibility by the whole nation, he told the ministers. Then the article goes on to describe a situation. We have inside an abandoned shack in a suburb of Kinshasa. A young man seeking oblivion slits open a bag of brown powder, blending it with a couple of crushed pills using the back of a spoon before snorting the bomb mixture with his buddies. Within minutes, the three of them are swaying slowly, scratching themselves in a catatonic state, listening to the band Tool and Pink Floyd. I I made that part up. They're in a catatonic state that experts in the Congo say can cause users to just sit motionless for many hours or even sleep for days. Here's a quote from Cedric, who's a 26-year-old gang leader. We used to drink very strong whiskey. 
we were restless people. We would hurt people as well. But with our new drug, Bombay, you know, it really calms you down. It, you get tired mostly. You stay somewhere standing up or sitting down for a very long time. When you're done, you just go home without bothering anyone. We find it very helpful. <laughs> this guy, so this guy is praising the drug because it makes him not go out and kill and rob people. Great. It's a good, it's a nice community that they have over there. It's kind of, <laughs> this gang. <laughs> wow. Okay. Lots to wrap my head around here, guys. Uh, but I guess I'm thankful for uh, the fact that you can snort car filters, at least in this neighborhood, because it's keeping people from being stabbed. Um, Bombay is uh, putting the the thugs and the hooligans in a catatonic state. It says here, car owners, police, and drug experts aren't so sanguine. The brown powder is obtained from crushing the ceramic honeycomb core of automatic catalytic converters. The device that cuts the emission of toxic gases in vehicle exhaust pipes. Well, you know, there's a lot of catalytic converters that are stolen in my country, too. I wonder if it's people here making bomb Bombay as well, you know, crushing it up. I didn't know that was what was going on. Mechanics blame the rising demand for the drug on a rash of thefts of catalytic converters, which are coated with metals such as platinum, palladium, and rhodium. Users mix the crushed honeycomb of the catalytic converter with the vitamin pills. Strange. And they typically add sleeping tablets, sedatives, or smoke it with tobacco. But nothing is known about how it works or its long-term effects. Says someone named Dendiela Yolembe, the director of the World Federation Against Drugs. Let me say his name one more time because it's fun. Dendiela Yolembe. Dendiela Yolembe. That's amazing. The metals in catalytic converters, if you don't know, can cause cancer. Uh, and Dandy Yella Yelembe, just his first name Dandy is amazing. Dandy is quoted as saying, This is not a substance made for us to consume. Are we engines or are we humans? God damn it. And that's the end of the article. A quote from Dandy. Just wanted to get it out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, this sounds like people are just uh, ingesting poison and the, then they're on the verge of just passing out dying is what's going on here. <laughs> like you could, I think you could just get the same effect from sleeping pills and sedatives. You don't have to mix it with uh, palladium and platinum and rhodium and other chemicals that I, I think are pretty detrimental to the human organism. That's my guess. But then again, I'm not a scientist. Well, anyways, guys, my suggestion to all of you, for your own safety, don't attend any Bombay parties anytime soon. <laughs> A man died after downing a one-and-a-half-liter bottle of Coca-Cola. A 22-year-old man in China passed away following a beverage-related freaky accident. He chugged a one-and-a-half-liter bottle of Coca-Cola to hydrate due to the hot weather, and he had a fatal gas buildup. I didn't know you could have a fatal gas buildup from one bottle of Coca-Cola. Uh, this is a lot of Coca-Cola, though, so maybe it's more common than I'm aware. About six hours after ingesting this massive amount of soda, he experienced symptoms that included a swollen stomach and some severe pain. He was rushed to a hospital in Beijing, sadly. Although the man had no underlying health issues, oh, that's alarming, to not have underlying health issues and still blow up from Coca-Cola, that's a concern. I just assume he had some underlying health issues, or at least acid reflux on a regular. Doctors discovered he had an elevated heart rate, rapid breathing, yeah, you'll get that from Coca-Cola, that much of it, for sure. 
A CT scan determined atypical levels in both his intestinal walls and the portal vein that supplies the liver with the blood. You guys know the portal vein? <laughs> I keep mine in tip-top shape. I work it out. I got a portal vein workout routine that I do. You can find it on YouTube. It has, it's kind of like a, a combination of a crunch and a bicycle kicks. That's all, that's all a big lie. Uh, let's get back into it. Here's a quote from, I believe, the, uh, the doctor here. This, in turn, reportedly caused the man to suffer a haptic, hepatic ischemia. Did I say that correctly? I'm a doctor. I should pronounce it better. Hold on. Let me try again. He suffered from a hepatic ischemia, otherwise known as shock liver, which is caused by a lack of oxygen to the organ. The staff at the hospital tried to remedy this situation by releasing gas from his digestive system and administering medication, but they were unsuccessful. Unfortunately, the man died 18 hours later, murdered by Coca-Cola. I'm sure he's not the only one. This is a very gassy substance, and if you ingest way too much of it in a very rapid time period, I'd imagine you're going to have some problems. Uh, they got a professor in this story, Nathan. Let's see what he's all about. He's a biochemist in London. He thinks he's hot shit. He says the official cause of death is still unknown, but it's highly probable that it was due to a Coca-Cola overdose. Wow, Nathan, you're amazing. Did you, how many years of school did you go to go to to get that come to that conclusion he suggests that the, this man could have died of a bacterial infection as well we're not sure these bacteria these bacteria could have formed a pocket of gas in the intestinal wall which then leaked into other parts of the body such as the portal vein more research needs to be done more research to determine the exact cause of this man's death very sad uh, it looks like coca-cola doesn't have a statement in here i don't even know if they've asked them uh, is the Coca-Cola in China different from the Coca-Cola here? You know how some sometimes you go to a place and the Coca-Cola is a little bit different? Like in Mexico? Like some places you go and they're using like a different kind of sugar or something. It's like darker, sweeter, uh, not as gassy, I noticed. The Mexican Coca-Cola. Oh, and those big bottles they come in. That's pretty cool. I like drinking my Coca-Cola in a big, tall bottle like that. It's very nostalgic. Yeah. I feel like I'm in a... One of those old Americana paintings. Who was that famous American painter that painted all that uh, classic, wholesome American family stuff? Anyways, I'm sure you'll think of it. But yeah, I like Coca-Cola in other countries. Some of them don't even give you that fructose that, uh, that you get here. And uh, If I was going to talk about a soda that's my favorite, though. Jonesy, why would you do that? This isn't about the story. I know. I just feel like talking about my favorite soda. So just sit back and enjoy it, guys. Here we go. Are you ready? Can you guess what it is, first of all, in your mind? All right, here you go. It's Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper is amazing. It's so underrated. Nobody's talking about it. <laughs> Unbelievable. What is it, like uh, 27 flavors? What's that little? They have like a little uh, catchphrase of some sort. Oh, Dr. Pepper all day, baby. I could do Dr. Pepper. Oh, <laughs> it's so damn good. Even the diet Dr. Pepper's good. And most diet sodas of the original taste like dog doo-doo. Yeah, like your Diet Coke, your Diet Pepsi, nothing like the original. Diet Dr. Pepper, quite similar to the original. And you can't say that about most diet sodas. And I appreciate that as well. So if I'm stuck and I have to have a Diet Dr. P, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. But I, of course, I like the original Dr. P. Dr. P has been around for a long, long time too. If you look it up, it's one of the older sodas on the market. 
Um, and that gives it some major street cred, in my opinion. So, anyways, what's your favorite soda? You want to call and tell me? You want to email me and tell me? want to take a picture of you sucking down one and a half liters of it? Don't do it. Don't. I don't condone that. Disclaimer. Weird AF News, nor Jonesy, condones downing one and a half liters of a soda very quickly to cool off. Okay. You got my email. Oh, you don't? Oh, it's funnyjones at gmail.com. You got my number. Oh, you don't? It's 646-450-2012. You got my IG. Oh, you don't? It's at funnyjones. See ya. Weird AF News doesn't shine for me anymore. Hi, everyone. I hope you had a nice weekend. It's your trusty host, who's uh, not as caffeinated as I usually am. Just got like a, a base of, a, you know, I'd say medium caffeine level. Did you notice how chill I sounded today? A little less manic. I don't know. What do you prefer? Half caffeinated or full caffeinated, Jonesy? Uh, here's what I prefer. Very nice individuals like Tony Ellis, who sent me an email. Uh, Tony sent it to me through my website, weirdafnews.com, where you can submit articles and write a little message. He wrote, Jonesy, I've been listening to you every day on Alexa for a while now. When I saw this article, I knew I had to share it. Florida's going to have to step it up this week. Thanks for the laughs. <laughs> yeah, because he sent me a, a crazy article that about something that happened in Italy. And I see the rest of the world tries to give Florida a run for its money in the strange, ridiculous department, but it's hard to do so. Florida is still reigning champ. Did you guys, did you guys hear about the, uh, the Netflix show, the Florida Man Netflix show? I posted about it in the Patreon. Something shocking about the Florida Man Netflix show? Not shot in Florida. Uh, I was very disappointed. I don't know how you're going to get that authentic Florida flavor. But they're going to do it. Didn't cast me either. How do you not reach out to me? I can act. Anyways, life is good. Hope your weekend was nice. And I hope you enjoyed the Florida Friday episode. I want to thank everyone who sent me Florida articles. I got a lot of them and they were wonderful. Thank you. Hope you had a nice weekend. Um, what else? Okay, I left you some information on how you can get at me if you want to respond. I think I'll, I'll post a couple phone calls after this. And uh, lastly, I just want to remind you that I have this thing called the Patreon. And if you'd like to support Jonesy as he tries to uh, be a one-man news syndicate <laughs> in a closet, uh, you know, just uh, give me a holler, all right? Uh, Jonesy's, uh, Jonesy's out of work, so this is what's going on. <laughs> uh, yeah, you could join the Patreon at patreon.com slash weirdafnews. And uh, your money will be put to the production of the show, of course. Keep the lights on here. And uh, keep my website going. Just keep me doing it five days a week. Because yeah, it's not easy. Get it out there five days a week. But we do it, guys. We do it. Well, I hope you enjoyed everything. Please check out the Patreon. Please reach out to me if you'd like to say what's up or you want to give me a critique or just uh, tell me I'm awesome or I'm not. Uh, you know how to do so. I love you very much and I'm grateful for your, for your ears. I really am. Thanks for your time. There's a lot of stuff you could be doing with it. There's a lot of content out there. And so I just want to let you know, I appreciate you guys giving my show your attention uh, five days a week. Thank you. Hey, Jandy, it's Kirsty. I was going to message about the pudding situation, but seems everyone else beat me to it. Don't judge black pudding by what it's made of. It's actually really, really nice. I love the stuff. It's good on a full English breakfast, especially. 
and Yorkshire puddings, I'd just make a whole pack of them and make some gravy and eat the lot. Beautiful as well. But yeah, you should get over to England and do some shows. We've got a lot of good comedy clubs and comedy places, so I look forward to you coming by sometime. Alexa, hang up.